0: You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts, Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. This is Kevin and this is Mikey and we're here to talk about uh, alignment Thanksgiving Dollar. Thanksgiving dinner Thanksgiving hardburn. At I ate too much football football. <laughs> How about them Hawkeyes? How about them? <laughs> they got there. They got there. They got twelve and all. They're not getting much respect out of anybody else though. Yeah. but they got twelve and all. Okay, all right. Um. Yeah. We, uh, we're we willing to take your questions and your comments and your concerns, and we'll provide you the wisdom of the ages, as we said in our promo on Facebook today. What was that you told a guy to do with this truck there? Half a stick of dynamite in the fuel tank, park it up in the back 40. Right. Yeah, that's the wisdom. <laughs> Sometimes, that's what it takes. Yes. Well, he's got a Mac Camelback. Yes. For crying out loud! If you have a question or a comment or concern, push one on your phone dial. That'll put you up in our question queue. We'll know you have a question. If we don't get enough questions or comments, I'll start singing and telling dirty jokes. So it's up to you what you want to listen to. I do not want to hear my dad's dirty jokes. You don't want to hear my dirty jokes. All right. (laughs) Uh, Okay. (laughs) Um, Let's see. We we're gonna play the uh, "Where are you calling from?" game. and we've modified that in the last couple of weeks, where we not only have to guess where the call is registered, we have to guess where you're actually at. Right. Which has proven fairly interesting. Yes. Yes. Almost as useless as asking where they're. Well, they're all useless. I mean, the whole hour's useless. if <laughs> you trying to get something useful out of this? <laughs> all right. I, I think some people disagree with the last part. I hope so. Uh, let's start with the first one up there. And they're calling from? The 407 area code. Okay, and your guess is to so that is? Uh, I, you know, I should know it. I don't. I'll say Missouri. Okay, I'm going to disagree because I'm looking at a list. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: I've noticed you've had that list for a couple. Of I've decided cheating is more fun. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to say he's calling from Florida. Florida. Okay. Now that's where it's registered, and I think he's actually calling from Florida because nobody's silly enough to leave there on a the weekend. Oh, uh, I would not want to be there on a weekend. On a holiday weekend? Right, I would be gone. But it's home. Well, it's also Florida. I'm oh well okay, all right. Be that way. All right. Let's so see let's see holiday, where he is. He's in Alabama. You think he's in Alabama and I think he's in Florida, but he's calling from Florida his register. Also gone. Yes, he's gone. He he left? Yeah. We insulted we insulted him too much and he left. He, <laughs> he may come back. Uh, all right, let's he, never intended he was on happen. the roads. And his phone cut out. Yeah. Or his never intended to push the button in the first place. It was a mistake. You never know. All right. Uh we do have another question there. Right. And he's from Nine One Zero. Nine ten. That's familiar. Hmm. It is Not familiar. Familiar to me. <laughs> Take a guess. Uh, my guess, uh, uh Texas. Okay, I looked at the list and confirmed my guess. <laughs> and I was actually guessing this. I was telling I was telling myself it's Carolina. And it is Northern, Northern Carolina. Northern Carolina. Now where is All he? Right. Oh, you gonna stick with Missouri? Uh I'm gonna go up uh, northeast. I'm gonna say he's in Florida. Okay. <laughs> All right. So replaced the other guy. Yeah, he replaced the other guy. Yeah. All right. Hello there. Hello. Can you hear me now?
2: Yeah.
0: You can hear us now. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Where are you at? I'm
1: in Virginia.
0: Virginia. You are headed north. Kevin was right. Yeah, yeah, headed north. Far out. Well, what can we do for you this fine Thanksgiving Day weekend? And I got a question about
1: some tires. I got a 99 Freightliner Classic. Uh, okay. Uh, I got a set of. Kelly's on here now, and I've been hearing Kevin talk about these Michelins picking up. You fuel mileage up to a mile more to the gallon if you put all Michelins on your truck.
2: Okay. I just want to know,
1: find out a little something about that uh, before oh. I go out and spend the money on them.
0: <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, I, need, I, need, I need to clarify our position. We specialize in why tires were funny and why trucks handle bad and how to fix it. We don't know nothing about no fuel mileage. However, for our own purposes, we had to study a little bit about alignment versus fuel mileage, and we found the difference was very slim. Yeah, between a really well-aligned truck and a poorly aligned truck, it was about four-tenths of a percent on fuel economy, Uh, so there's really not that much as far as the alignment goes. But I do know that a Kelly... Has a higher rolling resistance number than a Michelin does. I'm definitely going to. Uh, So there should be an improvement in the fuel economy, but whether it's going to be one mile per gallon or not. Now, is this on your steers and rears and everywhere, or where have you got the yeah, Kellys? St-
1: steers and rear.
0: And steers now, and rear. I had a
1: Yeah, I put 10 new tires <laughs> on here. Oh, I got a lima question, too. I put 10 new tires on here, Kellys, all the way around it. Yep. All right. When they got about 50% rubber on them, they started dipping on the outside edge on the left steer tire. I took it to uh, a local lineman shop. They've been lining trucks. It's got, they got the B lineman system, and uh-huh. they've been lining our trucks for 30 years. And he said uh-huh. my truck was in perfect line, toe-in was perfect, everything was right on right? huh. I took that left tire off and put it on the right side. Yeah, on the steer, You know, and it just It just after, you know, after it started Dipping, it just kept right on dipping Well, I took right. them off and put a set of Goodyears on uh-huh. And i be been trying to ain't they started doing the same Thing And mm-hmm. I put okay. a little bit of shocks on when I put them on And yeah. I just I can't figure it out It's It seems like whatever tire I put on the steering After it gets about 50% wore out, it'll start Dipping on the outside edge
0: Okay, now let me let me make sure I'm understanding here. The outside edge, you mean, away from the frame is cupping. Yeah, away from the frame, the outside. Okay, edge. and it's only on the left front tire. Yeah, starts on the left, and then
1: and once it gets on, you know, once I if I leave them on here, they'll both will start doing
0: it. But on then both on, on the, the left outside. hand side. Okay. okay. All right, now the the right front tire, does it wear on the outside away from the frame or on the inside next to the frame? Outside away from the frame. Okay, very good. Now, do you know how it feels for feathered wear on a tire? Like rub your hand across it if the rubber stays yes. up on it. Yes, yeah. yes. Is there any feathering on those two tires? No. No. Okay. okay. All right. Since okay. there's no feathering then I have to agree the alignment sounds like it's right. The second question after that is, uh, I think you may have a wheel bearing problem. Yeah, I really do. 99, Freightliner. Yeah. The, the odds are you've got bearings that are just a little bit loose, and as it goes down the road, they start to wiggle, and after a period of time, it starts to cut. And the left uh-huh. front bearing is normally looser than the right front bearing because of, the direction. because of the direction it rotates actually loosens the nut on the left side, and the direction on the right side tries to tighten it. All right, and this so, is. I just a, I
1: just replaced the baron and race and all. If I had a wheel seal leaking on
0: the front left, sure. matter of fact, it was on the left steer. And I replaced the sure. baron no, I run ahead and re- replaced the and race and everything when I did it. And 80% of the mechanics out there will tighten the bearing wrong and it'll still be loose. And even if they tightened it right, it still needs to be tightened again about once every 50 to 100,000 miles. It's, it could loosen up. Now, do you jack it up yourself or do you have somebody else jack it up for you?
1: No, I'll I leave it at the shop where i I don't ever drive a truck home.
2: And okay. He, all right.
1: he, he jacked it up and, and take the tire, you know, and kind of wiggle it after he jacks it up. And, uh, And everything
2: felt
0: tight. I mean, does he wiggle it with a bar or does he put both hands up on top of the tire and try to push and pull the top of the tire as hard as he can?
1: Both hands on top of the tire. Okay.
0: Okay, Well, that's that's normally pretty good. And if he doesn't hear anything, then he's probably okay. But the evidence, the tire wear evidence, the fact that you lost a grease here on the left side still kind of aims me at a bearing problem.
2: Still a little now we Still have, have
0: balance. What do you do for balance? Yeah, there's another question. Balance. Uh, yeah,
1: I uh, have on speed balance.
0: Okay, I always one have time speed balance. And one and one of them was like seven or eight ounces out. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Now we've got another problem with balance then, because they're balancing the tires off of the truck on a machine, right? Right. Which means they never balance the brake drum. And if your left right. brake drum is out of balance, balancing the tire and rim won't solve that. And eventually your tire is going to cut because the drum's out of balance. Also, right. we know tires distort as they age. So even though it was balanced when it was new, it may not be balanced 50% through its life. Right. That's why we right. like either the, the stuff you throw in the tire. Or those Hulu hoop rings you can buy from Centromatic and put on there because they balance yeah, every time yeah. you speed up and it stays in balance. And those systems will also balance the drum. Yes, the whole assembly. Where the spin balancer can't do it. Yeah. Uh, if uh, uh, not, if mechanically, if they're right that it's tight, then yeah, I think that's where you need to go next. Yeah, it's in, what you've described as either balance or bearing problem. Oh, one more question. Ooh, 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 this is even better. Uh-huh. What inflation are you running in the tire? Oh, yeah. 120. Good. Oh, that's, what Good. It, that's what it calls for on the tire. Okay. All right. So so you got a 13,000-pound front axle then? Yeah. Or a 12? 13. 13. Okay. Now, I'm going to suggest that if the sidewall says 120, I'd really rather see you run 130. Okay? All right. Yeah. Now, now see, the 120 on the sidewall of the tire... Says that's how much inflation you should have to carry 13,200 pounds of weight on the front of the truck. Does that make sense? Uh, now, when you load uh, the truck and they put it on a scale and they say, yeah, you got 13,000 pounds on the front axle, and at 120, you have just enough air to carry that. Does that sound right? Yeah. Okay. Now you're driving never, down the road. With what, 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 what I, call, I don't never I don't never run. I always try to keep the weight off my steer. Uh, usually my steering stays around 10,000, uh, oh. 10, okay. 11, okay. Then 120 is fine. I got no, no problem with that. Alone. <laughs> okay. But what I was going to say, like yeah, what I was going to say is for those people that are actually running 13,000 on a steer and you've got the right tire for 13,000 and you have the correct inflation for 13,000. When you're driving down the road and step on the brakes, how much weights on the steer axle? Could be a lot more, a lot more. It's It's probably not good enough. Yeah, but if you're a ten, then but not too worried about it. But more air on a steer tire is always better than less air. Correct. Okay. All right. But you're doing fine there, as long as your mechanic is testing it and doesn't feel anything really loose there. I don't see any reason to go chasing that. But balance, that could very easily be the problem. problem. I'll probably get you another twenty-five percent of your tire line. Right. Yeah, I thought about getting. uh, Another guy told me to. Try that Centurionics. He he's got them on all his trucks. He said if they if, they, they were great. a lot of, saved a lot of money on tire wear when he put them on there. Yes, sir. I agree with that. Uh, yep. uh Okay. All right. I appreciate it. Not a, nope. you have a great day. Thanks for calling. All right. Thanks, sir. Well, that was okay. We got some good questions, even though we couldn't answer the fuel mileage stuff. So, all right. Who's the next victim? Uh, The 937 area code. 937. I'm not looking at the list. You're not? No. No. You're you're not looking at the list. I'm not looking at the list. What is it? Arkansas. You're going to say Arkansas. (laughs) I'm going to say Oklahoma. Oh, wow. Looking at neighbors. We are. And we're wrong. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well,
0: I knew that. Hello, Ohio. Hello, Mr. Beckett. How are we doing
1: tonight?
0: I do pretty fair in yourself. Great. Uh, cool. Got a question. I'm, now uh, wait a, minute. Right wait a minute. minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You can't answer questions. Ask questions yet until you answer them. Where are you physically sitting? I'm in the northern hemisphere.
1: <laughs>
0: You're in the northern hemisphere. <laughs> Real close to Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> My brain is in Jamaica. I'm in. State that starts with O and ends with O. He is at home in Ohio. Yes, sir. Far wow. out. All right. What can we do for you? I'm running a uh, a tractor that
1: has a 12,000 pound axle with a H-rated tire running 125 psi. I okay. usually run 12,000 on the steer most of the time. Good. I'm thinking about changing or building a
2: tractor that has a 20,000-pound steer axle. And I was curious if there's any problems
1: uh, associated with running a 20,000-pound steer axle.
0: Yeah, there's a whole bunch of them. How many of them do you want me to list? Uh, Top three. Okay, let's start with the top one. In order to get 20,000 pounds on the front axle, you're going to have to at least run a 315 wide or probably a 385 wide steer to axle tire to carry that much weight. Okay?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Both, both of those tires are susceptible to high-speed distortion, which is going to cause you to lose both shoulders on both steer tires, regardless of what you do with inflation. In order to prevent that from occurring, you're going to have to drive that truck at about 58 miles an hour. Okay. okay. Now this is Now, that's as far as if you're going to carry 20,000 pounds on it. Are you saying that you've got a 12,000-pound axle, you want to put a 20,000-pound axle on it and still only carry 12,000 on it?
1: No. No, I'm thinking about trying to build a two-axle tractor rather than a three-axle tractor. And- oh. 20 on the front and 20 on the rear.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Well, there's your there's your thing then. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna have some significant different tire problems with that heavier front axle than you do with the other. You would have a better chance if you want to. Re- the idea is to reduce one axle underneath the back end of the truck. Is that right? Correct. Okay. They do build a 40,000 pound single drive axle. Okay. I've seen them under fire trucks. Yeah. They take a different drive tire in order to carry that much weight. But you could go to, let's say, a 13.2 front axle, which means you could stay with a standard uh, 22 or 24 or 5 tire, standard tire with an H rate. Right. You could put a 40,000 pound up under the rear, and now you got 54,000 pounds worth of load you can carry. On two axles.
1: Yeah, but legally I can't run it down the road with forty thousand pounds on the rear drive axle. So I can only do twenty thousand.
0: And not if you buy a forty thousand pound housing, you can't. Well, uh, okay. Fire trucks do it legally all the time because they bought a forty thousand pound single drive axle housing.
1: It must uh, just pay more money. I just, you know, DOT, you know, is when I when I when they check my steer weight
0: and my drive axle weight. Yeah, I suppose uh, you don't see a I lot of fire trucks at the DOT station. Yeah, what they're right. checking is right. against your specification on your truck. I would talk to a DOT guy and tell him I can buy a forty thousand pound single drive axle housing. I can put a 40,000-pound single-axle suspension under my truck. Is there anything in the DOT log that says I can't drive a truck with 40,000 pounds on axle if I have an axle heavy enough to haul it? I believe
1: there is. I believe there is. I I've, I've drove a fuel truck before that had a 20,000-pound steer axle, 56,000-pound rears, you know, and I, it was an old match, and I was from Venezuela and it was hundred and eight inches wide. I still drove it on the road, mainly it was an off road vehicle. Right. But I couldn't load it to be legal. I mean I had the capacity to to load four thousand gallons of, of diesel fuel on that truck or mhm. So so but you know I legally 20,000 pounds per axle is all I can do unless I have a permit.
0: You know, I'm trying to avoid to have then a permit. you got to get a permit for every single job. Right, so, right. That'd, be, yeah, that'd be real expensive. I'm curious how the fire trucks do it. Well, uh, Maybe they don't have to obey any laws. Maybe the, yeah, because... uh right. it's the government, gonna... so... Yeah. It's like military vehicles don't have to meet emissions, you know, because it's right. too complicated for a combat situation or whatever. Right, But right. you just don't want to. Uh, okay. Well, I appreciate your time, Mr. Beckett. Not a problem. Good luck with that, buddy. Yep. But at least Thanks. now you know what the issues are. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, that was interesting. Now, I, I think I know what his problem is as far as running that legally. I think it has to do with bridge laws. You have to disperse the weight as you go over a bridge because the bridge is not carried to, designed to carry that much weight in a single location. So 40,000 pounds on a single axle would co- would uh, focus the weight too much in one position. But I know the fire trucks are built that way. Yeah, well, I, I figure the issue is probably uh, an issue between you know, the fire truck and a commercial license. You, mm-hmm. you can't commercially carry this much, but you could for emergency purposes. Yeah, I suppose. I, I just... Strikes me as a little strange because I know I've worked on fire trucks that have those axles. Okay. Well, yeah. oh, well. We'll say what we can. And I don't know nothing about DOT. Now, we've got a whole bunch more callers on here, and I don't suppose we've told everybody that uh, if they have any questions, all they have to do is press one on their phone or phone like device and uh, not to press it twice. So they don't uh, end up taking it right off of them. Well, they not only take it off of there; they get erased from the universe. That can it could happen. Yeah, we wouldn't want that to happen. And if we don't get more questions, we got one more here. We're going to call and talk to. But if we don't get more questions, I'm going to start singing. Yeah, or I'm going to start talking about football. One of the others. I can start talking about. I can start talking about Santa Claus. Talk about what you're going to do with Santa Claus. Please. Ho ho ho! <laughs> all right, what do we got for another call? Well, we got the nine one eight area code 918 918 you're thinking hard over there i was one caller early on my guess
1: oh what was your
0: guess oklahoma yes it was now where is he calling from though what where's he calling from where's he calling from? i wouldn't be in oklahoma i'd be in texas oh they got a lot of rain down there though Uh, i'm gonna say kentucky kentucky okay that's even worse i'm gonna go texas Hello,
2: Oklahoma. Hello.
0: How you doing?
2: I' uh, doing good. Running across Oklahoma Turnpike.
0: He is in Oklahoma. The Turnpike headed up toward Tulsa.
2: Yeah, I'm headed down to Tulsa. Down to Tulsa. Yeah, I run out of Missouri.
0: Come out of Joplin. Oh. Okie dokie. Yeah. Uh, What's up?
2: I got a question. I got a question about bearings getting ready to bearings in a classic. Uh, I've been hearing a lot about the uh, micro blue. I know you guys torque yours different and I agree yep. with the way you torque them wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Now, does that affect the micro blue bearing any different or do you see a real value in the micro blue bearing?
0: Okay. My official position is that i have never personally tested the micro blue bearing to determine whether it does anything at all okay yeah. i have anecdotal data gained from talking to people that have put it in in wheel ends only don't know anything about engines or transmissions or anything else but people who put wow. it in wheel ends only i found nobody who can give me any documentation that they got any improvement in fuel mileage Okay? The the micro-blue bearing guy and I disagree on how to adjust the bearing. He thinks it should be set looser to give the most free roll so you get the best fuel economy. I say it needs to be a little tighter to maintain the proper gaps so that we get ABS working right, we don't lose grease seals, we don't have vibrations, and we don't cup the tires. Yeah, the tire life. That's our big deal.
2: Okay? I agree with you on that wholeheartedly because I put a set on a on a Columbia that I had, done it the way they said, and fought the ABS the whole time, and ended up with bad tire wear. Right. And when I when I changed over your torque specifications, I eliminated all them problems. Right. Right. Okay. So now. but Go ahead. The, the next the next question is on the nut. Do you agree with the two nut system or the single nut with that locker key in the center?
0: I like the single nut with a lo- orange locker key in the center. It's called a Pro Torque. Yes, sir. Now, any of them will work, but I like that one better.
2: All right, that answered everything I got. Uh, I yeah. appreciate it.
0: Very good. I hope you didn't eat too much turkey this weekend. I uh, don't eat.
2: Don't eat turkey.
0: All good, then you're good in shape. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: you yeah. have a great day. You bet all you. Right, bye-bye. Right. Okay, that was Oklahoma. It was. Okay is okay. Got it. All right. Oh, it's not bad. It's okay. All right. We got more callers. They didn't want to hear me singing. Yeah, wise people. I'm proud of them. So what's our next one? 501. Five oh one. What's your guess? Uh, It's familiar, but what was your what was your guess two callers ago? Two callers. (laughs) Can you remember that far back? Arkansas. Yeah. All right. Little Rock. Okay. Somebody did a song about Little Rock. Did a song about five oh one though. Okay, well let's see what little and where is he calling from? Oh, it was in Arkansas, I suppose. He might be home. Uh, Or Texas. Texas. Right. I'm, I'm seeing his home. Let's see. Hello there.
2: Hello. How you doing, Beckett?
0: We do well, and yourself?
2: Uh pretty good. Uh, Arkansas is right, but I am in Missouri and north to Ohio.
0: Oh, wow. heading north and east.
2: Yeah. All right. I figured. You were okay. Going here up. we go. Go ahead. I uh, I uh, single drive my tractor out. My tandem tractor. And uh, okay. we need to put a we need to put a dump valve on the rear axle. Okay, I have the uh, FAS two suspension, the standard Sentry class stuff. Uh, the right. the air comes out of the leveling valves, you know, left and right split goes to the rear airbags and then to the front airbags. Right. Okay, is there going to be a problem if I, you know? Uh, Reroute that so that the air goes to the front airbags first, and then to the back airbags.
0: No, that's not going to bother anything. Now, your dump valve apparently will shut off the incoming air and dump the bag air. Is that correct?
2: Yes, to the to the rear axle. I already got hung up once. Yeah. In in an uneven, concreted, dry parking lot, I got stuck. Right. So right. that really scared the crap out of me. So, you know, I I gotta do something with that
0: before it turns nasty. Yeah, just change so. the hoses so that it goes to the front bags first and then put your, your dump valve in line on the line going to the rear air bags and you're good to go. Okay. All right. I appreciate it. Now now one one more one more question. Okay. Where is the leveling valve? Is it on the rear diff housing, on the trailer housing, no. or is it on the front? It's on the front. Okay, good. You got no problems then.
2: Yeah, we got lucky there. Yeah, that'll I work out fine.
0: No problem, buddy.
2: Ready?
0: Thanks for calling. Right. <laughs> okay, an Arkansas uh, in the Show Me State headed for the Buckeye State. Right, right. Okay. A Razorback in the Show Me State. That's it. It's razor Black. Okay, all right. What's the next one? 702. Your guess. I should know it. You uh, should. I'm going to go with Arizona. No. Close, though. Mexico. Lost wages. Lost wages. Ah. Okay. Vegas. But where's it's he calling from? He's calling from far, California. Far, far away. He's from calling from California. California. Okay. Yeah, We'll see. There's maybe he's calling here, yeah. he, doesn't, he doesn't have a new truck. Well, maybe he does have a new truck. He's okay, just well, sneaking across the border. I think he's gone the other way. I okay, think he's in Utah. He's going the east. All right. Hello, Nevada, Mike. That's me. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can, me hear, can hear, hear you. you. Oh, how are you doing tonight? I, I have, have a question. question. Okay. Truck uh, pulls to the right. No. Ever since day, ever since day one. Loves the right. Never heard of a truck. Never heard of a truck pulls <laughs> to the right. My <laughs> left arm is very sore,
1: ready to fall off. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to
0: dial this thing in. New tires, new bearings. Yeah. Uh, you know, balanced all the tires on the. You know the spin balance. Still sure. Pulls to the right. Dog okay. Bones. Well, balance. Balance and bearings won't solve a right pull. Okay. Mm. So how were you measuring the alignment? Well, I took it in and had the guy's alignment and Who's uh guy? still pulled to the right, but not as bad. Uh the Who's local guy? truck stuff, the T the T A. Oh, so we don't know what they did. Okay. I don't know, but um, he did show me some numbers on the computer. Oh, that's fabulous. I love the numbers on a computer. The problem go I in, have with go convent- out. Yeah, yeah, they give you all that shit. Uh, but it's not right. yeah. The problem I have with the conventional stuff like that is that they typically need to be calibrated every 15 to 20 times they use them. And instead, they calibrate every six months to a year. And now it's out of calibration. They give you a nice printout. They show you the computer print, but it doesn't mean shit. Okay? I can believe that, Mike. <laughs> All right. Now, we've got some shops that use equipment we have sold them that are trained our way that can do this work. and And you can go to our website, one of them's in Las Vegas. We got a new one in Las Vegas, a GCR Center. It's supposed to just bought there. But in either case, you can go to our website, look at our our shop locator and find somebody if you want somebody to do it. The other choice is, are you mechanically inclined yourself? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I sell a book for $30. You can go on our website, you can buy it, or you can go on Let's Truck, Kevin uh, Rutherford's site, and you can buy it through their shop. And it will show you step-by-step step how to use 30-foot of string, a tape measure, to roll a duct tape. And you can measure and align that thing better than a, that fancy uh, machine at the TA truck stop ever did. Right. Actually align your vehicle instead of just getting a printout. Right. Okay. 95% of all the right pulls I find are because the drive axles are not set correctly to my standard. They may be in factory spec. But they're not. They're not the way we want. They're not set to prevent the right pull. Now, Okay, I did notice... Go ahead.
1: I was just saying, I did notice, I did take a measurement, the very, very center dowel, if you will, of each axle.
0: Yep. I measured it on the driver's side, and I measured it on the passenger side, and it turns out the driver's side has a greater distance by about, uh, what was it, about three-quarters of an inch... Eight no no bridge. no no can't be that much no geez you wouldn't have any steer tires after 100 miles if it was that way well that happens too <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> that happens too like if you if you want to use if you want to use that system to measure in and that's described in I the book too it's called the trim. book guys it's, it's called a tr- actually part of the process if you're using if you're using a string tram's part of the process now you can take a tape measure and instead of going to those holes in the middle of the axle where the lathe turned the shaft, you can simply measure from the edge of the front drive axle rim to the edge of the rear drive axle rim on the left side and do the okay. same measurement on the right side. Rim and the, the right side should be wider by between a 16th and an 8th of an inch. Right, the right, right side, be meaning the driver's. passenger side? Correct. Yeah, you're okay. just measuring you're trying to find the, the, the smallest measurement between the two rims. Right. The, the, we're the closest, okay. closest okay. together. Yeah. Okay. Now I've done a similar one, measurement and I'm I'm the exact opposite. Greater distance on the yeah. driver's side. Yeah. Right. If that's the case, that's why you get so, the right. Now device. let's let's talk about why that would give you a right push, okay? If yeah. the two axles were perfectly parallel with each other, if you got exactly mm-hmm. the same measurement on both sides, okay. it would be it would be like having a street-sided soda can, where the top measurement on the can and the bottom measurement were the same distance. You could lay it on its side and roll it, in, and it would roll straight, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Ideally. Now, if you have a taper, if you have a tapered styrofoam coffee cup, or a red solo, yeah, cup, or a red solo cup, and you lay it on its side and roll it, which way is that solo cup going to roll? The shorter distance is going to roll on the smaller diameter. Correct. Now, looking at your drive axles, if the driver's side is wider than the passenger side, which way is the solo cup lane? Well, the wider end is going to be on your driver's side, correct? And that's going to push the truck which way? So Uh, for the passenger side, to my right, and that's what you said you got. So if we can set that concept, if we can set your mouth on the right side and the bottom of the cup on the left side, then the vehicle will push toward the crown of the road. Yeah, you got a little crown of the road. You have to push against. That's why we set it off a little. Now the problem you got right now is you don't know if one axle's right and the other axle's wrong, or if they're both wrong. Right. We need to know whether or not one of those axles, when in the case of a string you would be able to find out if the front drive axle is pointing in the same direction as the, as the track is rolling. Now, there's another choice you have. You can get that book from us, and you can read the book, and, and it'll take you through it step by step. We also, on our website, we have a video library. Yes, a uh, string video. And there's a string and tape measure video on there that for $10, you can go on and look at it. And for the $10, you can watch it as many times as you need to for two weeks, okay? I'll, and you I'll can do that. The, I'll do that. And it'll give you the instructions on how to measure it and how to set it. Yep. I'll do that. That's a good idea. Thank you. I don't like when other guys touch my truck because they don't really seem to do what I'm looking for. <laughs> and they've already proven they can't do it right, so why trust them again? <laughs> right. Well, I used to be a mechanic back in the military, so I like doing things okay. the way I do them. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got, do it. we've got about 23, 24 videos on there on why does the truck okay. pull right? Why do they wear the inside of my drive tires? How should I adjust the bearing? What inflation should I run? I mean, there's a whole bunch of different subjects you know. that you can look at videos on. And of course okay. the books. And the books, yeah, the books are available too. Okay. I have been on the website, but it was a while ago. All right, well, go back
1: there and look at the I li- products I guess, that are you available. I I like,
0: I, what's I like the way you describe it with the, co- with the coffee mug. That's a good idea. It yeah. makes it real simple. Well, I got to be simple. I can't do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, Mike. You bet you. You have a good day. Thanks for calling. Okay, Nevada. Got to you. Got to mark that one, Nevada. Oh, he left. Yep. Wow, heck of a deal. It's going to be that way about him. We'll go to somebody else. What do we got? All right, we got the 832 area. Code. There is no 832 area code. Then Jamaica, Texas. He's calling from Jamaica, though. <laughs> all right. Hello, Jamaica. Are you there? You're right. There is no answer. Hello, <laughs> hello there. How you doing? Oh, all right. <laughs> I'm well, yeah, good. Uh, question is
1: on an five Kenworth W nine hundred. I okay. bought all all right. this truck
0: about eight months ago. Uh, the steer tires on it had Goodyear steer tires on it. I'm running OPro pro 24s, okay. fives. Uh, They had They were wore, worn a little funny.
1: I didn't think nothing about it. I figured I'd just drive it and wear them on out. And what happened was when they got down to about uh,
0: 30%, I had a flat spot that went all the way across the tire, just in one section of the tire. And Diagonally, it both steer tires. Diagonally? Uh,
1: which, no, sir. Straight across.
0: That's interesting.
1: Okay, so, I I got got rid of those those tires and I put uh, Yokohama steer tires on it. I mm-hmm. put
0: sixty thousand miles on it. The tires are about fifty percent
2: and show absolutely no no weird pattern or anything. Now, I'm trying to figure out what caused that wear pattern
1: on those Goodyear's tires. Okay. My, my, my rear tires wear great. They're flat all the way across.
0: If at some point in that Goodyear's life, either while you were driving it or while a, a guy before you was driving it, if he locked up those two steer tires and started a flat spot, it would wear straight across on the tire and eventually just get so bad that it would bump the tire all over the place. Any other pattern that I've ever seen in 40 years of doing this, it starts a cup that goes across the tire, goes across at a diagonal instead of straight across. Right. And so it's, yeah. No, so no that's, you,
1: can lay a, you can lay a square across it and it was almost perfect. Yeah. That sounds
0: top. to me like a brake lock. Yeah. Okay. Now, and also,
1: only, when you.
0: Go ahead. When
1: you drive this truck down the road,
2: the 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 center line of the steering wheel is at about 1 o'clock, maybe one
1: thirty. Right. Now, I was, I was told by another driver that knew the guy that had this truck before me that it had a new steering gearbox put on it. That could be. There's no track in the steering, and, and the truck's got a
0: million miles on it. Well, um, yeah. How do I correct correct the steering wheel problem? Okay, the, the problem we've got in today's trucks is that we used to have an adjustable length on the drag length that goes from the steering gearbox to the front axle, and I could shorten it up or lengthen it to change the steering wheel position. Well, they eliminated that. Now we've got fixed length drag lengths, so I can't change that. The second place we used to change it is where the steering column comes down and bolts onto the top of the steering gearbox. There's an input shaft there, and it's splined. We used to be able to unbolt it, take it off, turn it one notch or two notches, and center the steering wheel. But now that spline is indexed so that the shaft can only go on it in one spot. So now I can't center that. The only choice left is for somebody to go up in the cab, disconnect the airbag, the, the uh, air control bag that's in it, And pull the steering wheel and turn it on the spline and put it back on the center of the wheel. And I don't do that, okay, because the steering wheels tilt and telescope and have airbags in them, and I'm not qualified. Now, what could have caused the steering wheel to change position? That would be our question. If in the last million miles they replaced the front leash springs, Leash springs are not all the same length from where they pin at the spring hanger at the front to where the center pin is that goes into the axle. And if the spring is a little bit longer and the axle is moved back a little bit, well, that changes the position of the steering wheel because the drag link has to change angle, too. If it's a little shorter, it changes the steering wheel the other way. So, the most common cause for a steering wheel to change position is somebody changed the leash springs and it's a little longer or a little shorter than the old one was. So,
1: Another that, if the front axle isn't, isn't square, wouldn't that cause
0: tire wear? No, no, it's square. It's just that both new leash springs were a little longer or a little shorter than the old ones. It only needs to be an eighth of an inch, you. and now the drag links change position. Yeah. I got you. Okay some of the truck manufacturers were having that problem with trucks coming out of their factory because they'd set everything perfectly and when they drove it out sometimes the steering wheel was 10 degrees to the right and sometimes it was 10 degrees to the left and they couldn't figure it out and so i went over there and we looked at it and I said well your leaf springs all aren't exactly the same length so if you build the truck expecting to be the same length and they're a little different when you drive out of the out of the it's going to be wrong so they went back to the springs and started measuring. And they found that there were longer ones and shorter ones. Couldn't center it until after they were done with everything. Right. Okay. Uh, So the only option is to turn
1: the
2: steering wheel.
0: Yes. Yes. (laughs) At at the end of the day, that's on modern trucks. The only thing you do is pull the wheel and set it on to where where you want it.
2: Right.
1: Okay. Uh, I know they didn't mess with the steering wheel, and it's, it's got the original springs on it, because I, I had that
0: checked. Well, I, let, I, let, yeah, let me ask you another question. Does it drive straight? No, no, no. no. He said there's no tire wear. Everything is fine. Just steering wheel is crooked. In the last million miles, do you think those leash springs have sagged a little bit and got a little shorter in arc? I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. Now, that means that the axle is physically moving back on the truck as the spring loses arc, doesn't it? Yeah. This is fixed on the front. That makes and, sense. That would cha- and that would change the position of the steering wheel over time, wouldn't it? Yes, yeah, sir. So, sounds reasonable to me. New set of springs. All right. Maybe it just straighten it up. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know that changing the steering wheel position is worth it. Well, just change springs. springs just for that. Yeah. If everything else is good, leave the damn thing alone. Right. Yeah, the tires work great. I mean, I've had brand-new trucks that tires wore wore a lot
2: worse than than this truck does.
0: Yeah, well, my my daddy told me years ago, it ain't broke, don't fix it.
2: Exactly. I just wanted to get the steering wheel straight, and I'm thinking
0: about putting the custom wheel on it anyway, so when I do that, I'll just have them put it on straight. That'd be the time, buddy. All right, I appreciate your time,
2: man. I love the show. I listen to y'all all the time.
0: Thank you, sir. You have yourself a great day. All
2: right. All righty. Colin. All right. All right bye okay. Bye.
0: And he was Texas. Texas. I'm asking what part of Texas? It's so big a state, we're going to have to start asking it's, that. Yeah, that's not it. It's not it? Oh, come on. Uh, we got another question. This might be the guy that had a complaint. Uh, this is the 574. Here go. 574? What state do you normally like to pick? Minnesota. Uh, Indiana. 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 Is he in Indianapolis? <laughs> he could go to the Hawkeye game. He could if he stays there for a week. Yeah. All right. Let's find out.
1: You got it?
2: You got it now. Okay.
0: Hello, Indiana. Hello. Hello. Are you there? Did we lose you? Uh oh. Put him on hold. We'll go back to it. Anything's possible. All right. All right. Another one. This one's 316. 316. You got a guess? Oh, I did. I realized I was wrong. Oh. Uh, Try it again. It's not that one. Could be that one. I don't know. Tennessee. Kansas. Really? Yes. Okay. But where is he? He's in Missouri, headed to Ohio. <laughs> Did we lose him? 316? Uh, yeah. No. He disappeared. He knew we were talking about him. Yeah, he heard it. Okay, yeah. who's there now? It's, uh, well, it's only the 574. Let's try 574. Yeah. Let's see 574. Are you there or 574? Hello, Indiana. We got dead air. That's not good. Okay, folks, this is a warning. We have how many we have a bunch of listeners. Yeah. And we have no more questions. We got well, we only got about ten minutes left. Ten minutes left? That's not too bad. I could sing for ten minutes. You don't need to sing for ten. You really don't want me to? Okay. Well, there's somebody clicked up. They didn't want to hear me sing. What's that? Two five six Two fifty six. You got a guess? oh, you've been guessing away. this one all day. What? You've been guessing this one. You did guess this one. Arkansas? No. Starts with an A. Starts with an A. Uh, Alabama? There it is. It okay. wasn't Alaska. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. where is he? Georgia. <clears throat> you think he's in Georgia? I think he's in Florida. Okay. Hello, Alabama. Are you there? Can you hear me? There he is. Hello? Yes. Alabama? Yes, yes sir. Can you hear me? We okay. can hear you. Where are you calling from? I am from Alabama coming through Georgia, sir. (laughs) Kevin, you hit a home run on that one. All right. Or was that a touchdown? (laughs) There you go. Uh,
1: What's up? I was listening. I heard about the uh, $10 to watch the video as many times as you want to for uh, two weeks, I believe.
0: That's correct. On how
1: to line the truck up with a string as well as using the duct tape on the on the front on your spare tires. Correct. My my question is, how hard is it to set the camber? I called about a month. You don't ago. set camber. Whoop,
0: whoop, whoop, back up. You don't set camber on okay. a truck. Changing okay. camber on a truck is a waste of time, a waste of money, and voids the the warranty on your axle.
1: So yeah. Mm.
0: There's was reading, I was
1: asking about a month ago when I had called in about my truck bottoming out, a T600.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I may have misunderstood you. I thought you uh, had instructed me that my camber, check
0: my camber, and then had it set at two degrees if it wasn't. No, already. that's caster, caster, that's caster.
1: Caster, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, great, great. I'm glad I called in. Uh,
0: how hard you that, to- sir? Caster is a matter of changing tapered wedges that fit between the axle and the lee spring, and it changes the pitch of the axle up or down on the front of the axle, and it's really not hard. No. The trick is just being able to measure it, and that string video does show how to use a little level, and you can measure the caster angle of the axle.
1: All right, but I'm, I'm not, you know, uh, I'm not mechanically inclined, so I can measure it, but as far as getting it, uh,
0: you know, change what getting I need to done. take it to a front-end shop or what? No. no you got a, you got a buddy that's got a jacket, an impact gun? A three-quarter impact yes, gun. Yes, sir. Then you guys can do it. Just watch the video and you'll go buy yourself some shims. You can even order them for us if you want to. That'd yes. be kind of silly because there's probably a local alignment shop around there that's got some laying around and And put it in the truck and be done with it. Right. Changing caster itself is not complicated. It's just, uh, you know, you got a rusty truck and you got big old U-bolts and you just got to loosen it up, beat it to death, and make it work for you.
1: (laughs) Sounds like a winner. Every time I call in, I I, I tell you, I appreciate what y'all are doing uh, because before I got to listen to y'all, I was kind of like, for a better example, of just driving blind as far as what was going on with my tires and stuff. But I appreciate y'all more than you know.
0: Glad to do it. It was Kevin Rutherford talked us into doing this. He says, this is this is good information. I said, but it's so simple. He says, yeah, that's the good information. <laughs>
1: yep. Yes. And I had uh, in uh, Rossville, Georgia, H- H- mm-hmm. it was kind of new. He did my alignment on my truck for me. Uh uh-huh. the M D. He had the M D alignment stuff. Super uh-huh. nice guy and he also taught me a lot as far as running your hand back and forth across the top of it. Super nice guy. And uh I really appreciate like I said what y'all are doing and stuff. Instead of trying to charge people like tonight, for example, and every time I've called in, you give this out and it, it is. It's it's far worth more than y'all will ever know. And I appreciate well, it. And i off I'm- here so y'all can call.
0: Well, that's okay. I'm glad you like it because we've trashed your phone number back and we're sending you a bill. <laughs>
1: hey, I appreciate the humor, too. Y'all have a good night and thank you again, sir.
0: <laughs> You're welcome, buddy. Bye-bye. Okay, cool. Bye-bye. okay that was uh, Arkansas, Alabama. Alabama. Alabama, big A-L. Okay. Very good. Now, we got two more that jumped in here. So the Hawkeyes might see them in the playoffs. Right. Hawkeye in Alabama. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Crimson Tide. All right. What's this other one? Uh, uh, Well, uh, 309. 309. You got a guess? Why didn't we just see this? No, no. No, we haven't had this one yet. Okay. Well, it's Illinois not illinois it is illinois Illinois. i'll save you the trouble now where is he calling from well i wouldn't be in illinois well he's probably still driving through southern illinois i think he's wisconsin there's a lot of illinois i think he went north you're saying he's going south Uh, what do we got click 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 Click. hello hello are you there hello
2: i am here good can you hear me
0: we can hear you
2: uh you're both both wrong but kind of close I'm from Illinois. I moved to Michigan okay. a year ago, and I'm running through Michigan, down 196, going to Southern Illinois.
0: He's going to, Southern see, Illinois. Kevin at Southern Illinois on his mind. That works. Okay. Good old Walmart. So what can we do for you?
2: Hey, I, uh, I've i been in business eight months. I just, I've been driving for 14 years. I'm trying to learn, you know, all about what I can about those ZN trucks. Now, huh? I bought the wrong truck, but I've been trying to work through it and fix everything. It's a 09386 Peterbilt. It's an ISX Cummins with uh, 355 to 13 speed, and I had questions about fuel mileage tires. But I put 225 talls on it, and one of my questions, I want to know if that was a good choice to put 225 talls or if I should have put 245 low pros on it, or or what's that going to do for me for fuel mileage and handling?
0: Okay, first of all, again, I'll emphasize, we know shit all about fuel mileage, okay? (laughs) Yep, I heard that earlier. (laughs) All right, good. Now, as far as tire life, I really don't give a rip between a tall 24, or short 24, tall 22, or short 22. My experience is I can make all of them wear, okay, and give you a decent okay. mileage out of it. Right, and there is no real difference between. Yeah, a tall 22 and a short 24 is the same diameter tire, has virtually the same weight of tire. It's almost exactly the same price. Uh, Now, did you say you're you're on 22-inch rims? Yeah. Okay. I'm not excited about either way. Now, I do know that the short 22 is the most popular tire being sold in continental United States for highway trucks. So that does help as far as price and availability. It not only helps for price and availability, it means that the tire companies spend more R&D money making that size tire run. The little okay. changes in sidewall I- height and things like that is going to be invested in the short 22 in the long run. Also understand yeah. the short 22 is lighter, and the excise tax you pay on tires is based on the weight of the tire. So your tax on that tire will be less than a 22 tall. Good.
2: Okay. Okay? So, okay? I, gotcha. I, I, I hear people talk about rolling resistance. I don't really understand what rolling resistance means to me.
0: As okay, as rolling as resistance as well. is rolling resistance is simply a method of measuring how much fuel it takes to push a tire through a certain number of cycles of rotation with weight on it. The lower okay. the number is, the less amount of fuel it takes to push it. Okay? So gotcha. when you're paying two fifty a gallon for fuel, your concern about mileage per gallon is different than when you're paying four fifty a gallon for fuel. Now, many of the fleets that were really absolutely paranoid about rolling resistance a year and a half ago, I'm talking to are a lot less worried about it today because the price of fuel has gone down. But there is still a concern, it still it should be a long-term concern for you to get the best fuel mileage you can out of the tire, and, and that is on a chart. Now, you can go to Michelin's website, and they have a chart that shows almost every brand and model of tire and what its rolling resistance number is. And so if you want to concern okay. yourself with that, that's where I would go to get the numbers from.
2: Okay. Another question I had was every time I get my brakes adjusted, it seems like within a couple weeks or two weeks, uh, it starts when I step on the brakes getting hard, it starts pulling to the left again. And I didn't know if I had a a bad slack adjuster or or, or what's going on there.
0: Well, you could. You should have automatic slack adjusters on your trucks. Nobody should be having to adjust their brakes. And if your okay. automatic slack adjuster is constantly adjusting up too tight and causing it to give a pull, then I would be replacing slack adjusters. The okay. question that in my fun. mind is, if the left one is adjusting up too tight, that's one thing. But more commonly, it would mean that the right one's not adjusting up and all the braking is being applied on the left side.
1: Oh, uh, okay. I get you. I didn't even thought of okay.
0: that. <laughs> yeah. But I would definitely have somebody look at my brakes to find out if my slack adjusters are working or not. And if they aren't constantly adjusting up like they're supposed to, you better replace them.
2: Okay. Uh, you guys answered one of my questions with another guy talking about attaching the steering wheel and it being too far to the right. I heard that one. Uh, my last Go question ahead. is uh, I put new shocks in this thing about a month ago, and it yep. fixed a little bit of the crap as far as how it rides in this. The truck's got 718,000 miles on it. It seems like on a nice smooth road, it rides great, but anytime I hit the, the slide of a pothole or railroad tracks or anything, it bounces around and it feels like the front end's shaking apart. Okay. And when it,
0: you hit hit this pothole and you get the shake, are you feeling it in your feet, or are you feeling a jabbing turning in the steering wheel?
2: Uh, it's, it's basically the steering wheel does a lot of shaking. Yes. the It feels like the steering yeah. column is shaking out of the truck, you know, in my mind. Right.
0: Now, if you go and do you have any idea what a caster wedge is that goes on a front axle? No. Okay. The leash spring sits on a pad on the steer axle. A block. And there'll be a riser block on it, okay? Now, what we're looking for is if an alignment guy has put a tapered wedge that's thick on the back and thin on the front, or just the opposite, it's thick on the front and thin on the back, in one of your spring stacks, but the other spring stack does not have that same wedge in it. And when you hit a bump in the road and the load crushes down, your axle starts twisting like a torsion bar, then comes back up and reverses, then comes back down again, and it'll cause your steering wheel to stutter back and forth. Okay. So if you look, look just visually look, yeah, there's a tapered wedge on the right side, and there's no tapered wedge on the left side. Now, you said what model truck was this? It's
2: a uh, 2009 P386.
0: Okay, a Pete does not require any caster wedges.
2: The riser blocks okay.
0: themselves are the caster wedge. So if somebody stuck a caster wedge in your truck, that's what's causing your problem. All you got to do is have it unbuttoned, jack it up, take that shim out, put it back together.
2: Yep. Okay. Now, what if I don't have a wedge in there? What do you think might be causing it?
0: Then we could have leash springs that are collapsing. Yeah, yeah. but okay. an 09P. An 09P probably doesn't have it. How many miles you got on it? 600,000? uh seven hundred eighteen thousand. yeah i just you could be but the odds are you're going to find that caster wedge yep
2: okay yeah this truck has been a overall nightmare for me maintenance-wise yeah, Eight we months, can work I've through. about 35 grand into it so
0: well oh we'll try and help you solve the alignment and suspension problems without spending a lot of money okay
2: yeah that's that's uh yeah. I just got your number from a guy, and I just uh, called you that. I've never heard your show before, so uh, I've been getting some pretty good information on it. I already answered my question with some other guys, so good. I'll be now these, to you guys. Okay,
0: now these you. these programs are available on iTunes on the podcast. You can download them and listen to them while you're driving. There's pro- probably 30 or 40 of these up now. Yep. Okay. If you ever need to. I'm and one then one if you want to, you can go to our website. There's videos you can look at, and there's books you can buy. And audio. I think.
2: Yeah, I'll, be, I'll be. I'll definitely be looking into it because I've got a lot. I got. A, I know you guys got what, like, two more minutes left, or you're out of time. And
0: uh, who cares? I they pay a, us by the minute. Yeah, they pay <laughs> by the
2: minute. <laughs> oh well, I got, I've got tons and tons and tons of questions, but I don't know if you guys want to hear them all.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, we're tracking back your phone number, so we're going to send you a bill. So don't worry about it.
2: That's fantastic. I could use some more.
0: All right, buddy. You have yourself a great day.
2: Yeah, yeah give
0: us a call. Yeah, back you too. Thank you. All right, bye. Will do. Bye. Okay, all right. What time is it? Uh, it's past. It's past? Mm-hmm. We are past. There's That's one guy there. Smaller. Let's let's answer that guy 316. 316? I think you called earlier, brother. That's Kansas. Yeah. That's our
2: Kansas guy. And we lost him. Hey,
0: Kansas. Yeah. Can <laughs> you hear me? How are you doing? Yeah, we tried to answer your question earlier, but you left. Doing good. Hey, I had a spider bracket brake on the truck. Do you know what that is? A spider bracket? It holds the cam and the uh, brake
1: chamber and all that off the axle.
0: Okay, yeah, S-cam bracket. Yep.
1: Yeah, S-cam bracket. Well, they put a used one on, and my two, uh, the S-cam bracket, if that's what you guys want to call it, it's in a little bit different location, and um, oh, I was out at the Petro in Reno
0: the other day, and they said there's something weird about this. You've got short rods on three of them and long on one. Uh-huh. A long.
1: Uh, I don't know uh, a whole lot about that, but I was just gonna yep. see if uh, if they should both be long on the back, and I've got a screwed up setup or what.
0: They should be the same length on all of your wheel positions in order to get your brakes to apply uniformly.
1: Right, okay. If
0: you have a long one on one position and short ones on the other, and I'm not that much of a brake expert to know which one's going to apply first, but they're not going to apply at the same rate. Okay, okay. you with one position or you're braking with three. Right. We don't know. Okay. Okay. I and uh, would, uh, the I last have, question I had was, Go ahead. I, I have would have somebody, somebody look knows at that. what they're looking at. Check it out. More so than a DOT guy, I would think, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then uh, what's your opinion on road king shocks? I didn't know if it's worth spending the money on those
0: uh, as far as I have tire never, wear. I have never been able to personally test road king shocks, okay? The okay. anecdotal data I get from people who call in is they either cuss them or praise them and okay. the division between them is about even. The one thing that I have gotten consistently out of people is that their customer service needs help. Right, 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 right. What do you recommend, Gabriel or any Monroe or just whatever? Does it matter? Both seem to be as good as each other. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, it's a toss. Okay, okay, okay. I'll have the breaks looked at by a professional, okay? Good yep. plan. Thank you. You're welcome. You have a great day. Thanks for calling. All right. Bye. Okay, folks. We have managed to stumble through another week. We appreciate all you listeners. We're going to do this again next week. And then the week after that, we're not going to be 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 around. We're going to be on vacation. How do you like that stuff? We're going to grandma's for Christmas. Yeah, uh, her her annual Christmas party, which is a couple of weeks before Christmas, it's over the river and then through the woods, the woods, over the yeah, mm-hmm. to, to grandmother's house we go, grandmother's South Carolina, yeah. South Southern California, Southern California, Southern California. Southern California uh, That's what we're gonna do. So call us next week. We'll be glad to answer your questions. After that, you're tough out of luck. That's it. Bye. Thanks for joining us on Rolling Tow. If you like what you heard here.